Hey, all beer inside viewers and listeners. Uh, like it's been three years already. Can't believe it. It's been fantastic. I'd like to thank every single brewery owner, brewer, cider maker, distillery, uh, influencer, every single business that stepped up and let us speak with them. Thank you all very much. I can never thank you enough. Uh, here's to three years that have passed. Here's to hopefully 30 more. Uh, so just remember to always support local, drink craft, not crap. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to All Beer Inside. Today we've returned to St. Albans Town, Vermont, and joining me is Dave and Levon from Mill River Brewing and Smokehouse. Gentlemen, thank you thank very you. much for taking time out of your schedule to speak with us about thank your brewery you. and your restaurant and everything that's going on around here. What's the beer? What's the brewery story? What's the beer story, guys? It's really not that complicated. We're kind of, <laughs> we're kind of simple people, um, you know. So. It's got to be seven years ago now. We um, sort of had this trend. We fell in love with home brewing, <clears throat> my brother and I, and uh, also fell in love about the same time with uh, smoking meats and, you know, sort of this craze that, you know, went through, you know, North America. Yeah. Um, so we jumped on that bandwagon too and started doing that. And I guess we're people that love to share who we are mm -hmm. and what we do um, with our friends and family. And so we would get together, you know, once or twice a month, make a new batch of beer. Um, and throw something on the barbecue, and uh, that's that sounds terrible. <laughs> it was absolutely horrible. So, um, you know, we were lucky enough to you know have you know friends and family that love beer, mm -hmm. and so they would swing in you know in the afternoons and uh, enjoy the food and the beer that we uh, had made. Cool. You brought me out some beers here to try. Uh, what am I starting with here? We've got an Oktoberfest all the way on your right. Okay. So Oktoberfest, our mm -hmm. Bavarian lager, malty, sweet, beautiful nose. Mm. Awesome. What's the alcohol on this? 5.4. Okay. Super nice. Yeah. Crushable Marzen style. Yeah. Toast. Toast. <laughs> um, and the label that we had made for okay. this was a local artist. Um, started. Wow. Isn't that awesome? Oh, that is fantastic. Like this would like I'm will be grabbing lunch after. <laughs> so. Perfect. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a very mm. popular beer for us for sure. Wow. Fantastic. So you said your label's done with a local graphic label's artist? Label's done mm -hmm. with a local artist and tattoo artist. Mm -hmm. um, he's super generous with his time and effort. Um, some of the, as we, you know, talk about the community, we'll get into some more yeah. of that. But, you know, certainly um, we're really lucky to have him around us. Same person. His name's John Young. <laughs> Same person does all your labeling or kind of you throw it out there and hey, whatever sure. graphic artist wants we've, to. We've got two or three people that really do it. We have a person that does most of them. Okay. I'd say, you know, 95% of the labels that we do, um, she produces, who she now lives in California and does this all online. So um, really, you know, yeah. and we, you know, as we talk about, you know, things and what, what's changed over the last few years, that's one of the things that uh, we've seen is that it doesn't matter where you live, yeah. you know, you can support, um, you know, in this case, business. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we've got. The name Mill River, where does that come from? Why, why is it called that? Why not like named after the family? Or, you know, I think you're on kind of Highway 38-ish here. So yep. why not like 38 Brewing or anything like that? Because I'm going to go back to the simple okay. piece. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So we were um, growing up, my family moved onto the Mill River Road okay. um, in local town, Georgia, next, next town south. Uh, you know, it's just a small mill or mill river mm -hmm. runs through behind our house. And so pretty simple. So you guys are seven years in now. I think 14 stars not too far from you. They're not. Nope. They're, they're not that just old Just over 10 years, I want to say they yes. are. So I'm assuming that St. Albans is like, yes, more, <laughs> more beer, please. I think that, you know, there was some concern, you know, just in talking to 14 star, 
you know, when we were, you know, starting this up and there was some concern that we might saturate the market, but that's anything but the case. And so they've been great ambassadors to, you know, brewing in the state of Vermont and yeah. certainly been good friends of ours. I am constantly impressed. Like the state of Vermont, you're about 650, 675,000. Yeah, you have now. 72 breweries. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's, it's wild to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had not even heard of a view of friends like, check out these guys now, check out these guys. These guys yeah. are, and I'm like, but they're not on the app. I don't know yet. <laughs> so. <laughs> so I think that the beauty again is like where we're seeing and we talk a little bit about local, mm-hmm. right? And so we, you know, I don't know. It just seems like, um, you know, what we're seeing is the trend is that people are enjoying local pubs. Yeah. Uh, which has been, you know, a thing of the past. So the past repeats itself. I, th- I think we're seeing that again. Yeah, we have lost those um, those local neighborhood pubs. I find, especially mm-hmm. where where we live there in Montreal, it's it's they've disappeared to no end. Now they're kind of they're the bigger places. Like your Irish pubs are great to have. They're yep. they're big and stuff. But the local pub. I was in Cleveland in 2016, and mm-hmm. we were staying at an Airbnb just off of downtown, and there was like it looked like some guy's house that was a pub. I'm like. I want this back. Yeah. Where is that? And this has a very comfortable, like this is your new, where yeah. we're recording today is your new kind of tap room yeah. slash bar area. It, is. Um, it feels comfortable in here, just from what I'm seeing already with the brick facade to the designs. And, and obviously you need TVs. Yeah. I saw darts back there. It's, it feels like you guys are very community driven. Obviously local supporting you guys was a big thing during the pandemic too, I'm assuming. <laughs> yeah, um, we wouldn't have made it through the pandemic without the support of the local community. And when I say local community, I'm talking you know, let's talk about counties, right? So Franklin County, Chittenden County yeah. really supported Mill River Brewing um, and barbecue to no end, um, to the point where we were, you know, we had to pivot quickly, yeah. you know, to a, you know, from a, a full service sit down restaurant to completely take out, mm-hmm. um, you know, started, so we started deliveries during the pandemic yeah, as well, just to try and help boost yeah. that. Yeah. And it was just really, you know, people were going into survival mode mm-hmm. um, and just the, the local communities just have, you know, and it's not just us, you know, they've supported, you know, others. And we found ourselves actually doing the same thing as, you know, going, okay, instead of making dinner tonight, we're just going to order from a local restaurant, you know, just to support them because, you know, it's, uh, we're stronger together. It must've been nice when you finally had like that French accent come back and you're like, we haven't heard this for two years. (laughs) We we get a lot of traffic from Montreal and from Canada for sure. Before the pandemic and it's starting to come yeah, back yeah, now. It is just starting to revive itself again. And, you know, our, you know, believe it or you know, not, I mean, we are that gateway to the United States in this area, mm-hmm. right? And so um, we, you know, rely heavily on, you know, that tourism yeah. and uh, vice versa, right? I mean, I know a lot of people that love to go to Montreal and Quebec. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it was, it stayed busy up there. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. like I said, yeah. I was worried some of the breweries might have, Closed, but generally alcohol was given an exemption to kind of uh, survive breweries that have opened during the pandemic, which is wild to me that everybody said, though, like, I was already working on this for five years. I can't let let somebody, I can't let this stop me. I'm already fully pot committed. But that's that's the thing, right? So I think regardless of you're in Quebec or, you you know, in Vermont, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're in planning for years uh, just to get a brewery started. Um, and I think it's worth it yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and for us, and I know that, you know, a lot of, and we were talking previously mm-hmm. about, you know, breweries starting up in old warehouses and old yeah. buildings. And so we're repurposing things that, you know, have another life now, yeah. right? And so it's, to me, it makes sense. Yeah. You know, the way breweries are going, we talked about working, starting yeah. a bowling alley, we, you know, 
Melrose Brewing is an old car wash. Yeah. Um, we're sitting in an old Ford dealership. <laughs> yeah, and Yamaha dealership. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. you know, we, we were transitioning or transforming it into this, you yeah. know, uh, beautiful Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, and plus it looks like you guys have a hell of a patio area when uh, that comes around next uh, fall, uh, spring, summer. So was this always kind of the location you guys were, were deciding or was it other places in St. Albans town? Maybe we were looking at Burlington, but it felt too saturated. Like, was it always St. Albans town? It, it was always St. Albans because, you know, this is where we live. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for us, it was really about... Uh, you know, keeping keeping it local and supporting the local community um, in more ways than one. I think that you know one of the beers that we have here is you know we're partnering with Jolly's Quick Stop, uh, which is a huge brand in the state of Vermont, mm-hmm. in New York. Where so for the month of October, it's a breast cancer awareness yeah. beer, and so uh, proceeds from both Mill River and Jolly's goes towards Making Strides campaign yeah. um, towards breast cancer. I always find that's important. Any brewery that does charity beers, like maybe not your first year, obviously, because you're just trying to get up and get going, but any charity beer is, is something that I will always go. Like there's the Pink Boots, there's yeah, the exactly. Black is Beautiful, um, We're All Together or All Together. Like those are the beers I was always buying first and I would literally get frustrated when somebody would beat me to that last four pack <laughs> or that last bottle. Uh, we made our way out to pretty deep in Ontario and uh, we're checking on the way and he's like, oh, it's sold out already. I'm like, come on. <laughs> like, It'd be nice if you could reserve away. it, right? Yeah. Reserve it so ahead of it's, time, yeah. It's just, it's great that it's so community focused, that it's charitable, that uh, for sure it helps your name no matter what, because, yeah. oh yeah, Mill River stepped up and they're supporting the, the yeah. they're doing the cancer, it sounds terrible, but the cancer beer, you know, it's like you guys are stepping up and doing stuff like this. Well, you so. know, breasts are important. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so I think, that, uh, you know, we talk about community. I'm going to, I'll pivot this conversation. Yeah. So uh, we talk about community. We, you know, Mill River's always try to keep, stay community based. And, you know, so we've been doing, I think we're in our third or fourth year for a fishing derby. Mm-hmm. Uh, that benefits a you know clean water campaign yeah. from a local nonprofit. We do, you know, we do an ice hockey tournament, pond hockey tournament, nice, and that you know supports the you know St. Albans town in regards to what spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You need some cue cards behind you, you know. Uh, so uh, yeah, so every week um, there's a local you know at risk youth okay. uh, uh, location that actually uh, they call it a drop-in center in this drop-in center name is spectrum mm-hmm. uh, but this, it's a drop-in center for at-risk youth and so they can okay. do their laundry they have showers um, they're looking to raise enough money to actually have a couple of apartments as well that they will rent out to um, at, again at-risk youth and mm-hmm. at-risk youth I, you know it's teenagers and I think it's up to 23 or 24 years okay. old and so um, we we have created a really good bond with them we actually serve a meal there to all the uh, you know uh, participants mm-hmm. Uh, every Thursday night, so and I would say that we we're probably approaching the three thousand meals served wow. there. Um, Should give you a little plaque for that. Or something. <laughs> I mean, we're we're getting up there, and it's pretty low yeah. key. We don't really, you know, these. I, mean, I guess, you know, I'm going to go back to the simple. You know, we we just like we think we've got to, you know the community takes care of us. We try to take care of the community back. Yeah, especially with the last two years too, like the community really local stepping up, and I'm sure guys, people from Burlington coming up here, mm-hmm. and then people from St. Albans heading down to Burlington to support each brewery to keep you guys going. It's, mm-hmm. that's the important part. You know, I was, I spent a decent amount of, of each paycheck at, at some point. And unfortunately 
I don't know if Vermont breweries were allowed to deliver to the houses because where we live in Quebec, we weren't allowed that. But mm -hmm. the province over, they were allowed that, which is very frustrating as a Quebecer. Is <laughs> yeah. You're watching somebody literally an hour away from your house getting beer delivered to their house where I'm just like, I have to get outside, I have to put on my mask, I have to do this, I have to avoid mm -hmm. people because I don't want to catch COVID. Mm -hmm. uh, to, it's like, okay, but now delivery, like yeah. that would be amazing. So, so, I mean, I think that raises a, you know, a point that, you know, there's, it seems like regulation is a bit behind mm -hmm. times and, and to get change is daunting. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I will say the state of Vermont did step up during that time and allowed, you know, delivery, mm -hmm. you know, alcohol delivery. So, um, and if, for those of you that are listening, we will love that back. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I think there's, you know, there's an opportunity, right? And I think, you know, breweries do play a part in that because of the tourism dollars yeah. coming in. 100%. There's potentially a little bit of influence that we can have. And it's certainly, and it's not to be unsafe or anything. It's just more to be practical and yeah. what's, you know, realistic. Yeah. I mean, because I know in, in America, the drinking age 21, where we are in Quebec is age 18, which is super helpful for us. Uh, yeah. It's uh, still like... An 18-year-old's not supporting local. Even a 21-year-old is probably not supporting local. Yeah. More guys than 25 plus. And you're mentioning that the age for Spectrum is like 23-ish, 24 max. Yeah. That's when, when they could finally kind of get out of Spectrum and, mm -hmm. and be on their own. Yeah. They'll remember Mill River supported us. I, I guess we don't even think of it that way. Okay. Um, you know, it's not a business venture. Mm -hmm. you know, it's just who we are. Okay. Um, that's, you know, I don't the, I've never even thought of it that yeah. way, or we have never thought of it that way. There's a lot around us that, you know, it's just like we feel it, it's the right thing to do. And, um, you know, a little bit of kindness goes yeah. a long way. And it's been a hard two years for a lot of people. Yeah. So. But, you know, again, at the same time, right, it's definitely been a hard year for, you know, for profit businesses. Mm -hmm. It's been really even tougher on nonprofits. Yeah. And so you know, if we can play a small role in helping them make it and bridge the gap, mm -hmm. you know, we want to be that part. And I think, you know, the pond hockey tournament's a great thing. The, you know, the fishing derby's a great thing. And yeah. let's face it, it's got beer involved. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's really not going to be too bad. Uh, so Levon, you're the head brewer, right? Yeah. What um, got you into brewing? Um, home brewing. Okay. Same thing. Um, going over and hanging out with them, getting into brewing. And then uh, we ended up losing our head brewer. And I kind of stepped in and... A lot of it was trial by error and learning a lot <laughs> yeah. as we went. Um, yeah. I'm now in year three, almost four years of being with them and brewing. Um, yeah, I just love beer too. That's, that's <laughs> all it is. Let's uh, get to that next beer then. Yeah. Uh... So this is our flagship blogger, the whole okay. name is beer. So in the red can over there and then yep. the one that we do with Jolly for the breast cancer awareness. So yeah, the, the little name tag. Dost. Dost. <laughs> Cheers. So a super crushable lager from what I'm seeing, mm -hmm. which is amazing. Yep. The most crushable lager. See, this is, for me, this is my, the lager, well, my gateway beer into craft was a strawberry blonde at a local place in Montreal called Brutopia. Uh, but from there, I discovered like lagers are the way to go because yeah. you cannot hide anything in a lager. <laughs> I think that whenever I go to a new brewery, I always try a lager first just yeah. to see because then you you automatically know what you're getting into. <laughs> yeah, it's whenever I, I see it like on, on bar backs and, and brewers faces, whenever I like take a sip and I'm like, oh, and they're like, yes, got one. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So I'm assuming this kind of your gateway beers here would be this this lager is you got mm -hmm. your, your bud drinker coming in. Ah, oh, what's this craft beer crap? 
Exactly. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna prove we're gonna prove you wrong, buddy. Yeah. So no, that that has been for the last five years. That has been our be, our beer go to for everybody that comes in saying, "Well, I want a Coors Light or I want a Bud Light." Yeah. And it's like, well, we're a craft brewery. <laughs> we don't serve that. <laughs> yeah. But here, try this. And nine out of ten times, they're like, "Wow, that's really good." And it's yeah. it's amazing. Uh, with here, yeah, it looks like you might have almost like a full bar on top of that too, probably We're mixed gonna drinks, cocktails. We're gonna do wines and ciders okay. as well, and we are going to hopefully have our own spirits. <laughs> oh, cool. Nice. Sorry, Very I nice. did, you know, yeah, plug no, that. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> Definitely, this show is about promote. Like, yeah, we're, we're promoting you guys based out of St. Albans, but this is going to my fellow Montrealers, uh, people Love in Ontario, Montreal. so. We actually felt like we lost a best friend yeah. during a pandemic, yeah. right? I mean, we, you know, not oh. going to Montreal and, Certainly, I know that uh, the people at Mill River love going to Montreal. Yeah, I'm sure my friends got sick and tired of me going, oh, man, I miss Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something I'm very naive to, maybe you guys know. What is, is there a big difference from state to state when it comes to alcohol laws? Because I know in yes. like Canada, we cannot, I know here I can get beer from California. In yeah. Quebec, I cannot get beer from Ontario. So I think that, you know, what we're seeing, right? So certainly everything that, you know, uh, the laws really from prohibition, right? Mm -hmm. So. And it's, you know, I go back to the, you know, you know, our regulation is lagging in yeah. what today is really like. And then I know I hate it. Maybe it is demand. Maybe that's the right word is mm -hmm. that, you know, the, in the desire to get, you know, products from other places, yeah. I think should rule. And there's a, you know, I'm assuming there's probably ways around that, yeah. you know, legislation wise. Right. So, um, you know, but it is very similar, you know, issues in the States mm -hmm. as it is in Quebec, uh, Canada. I mean, as to the way I see it, as long as you're supporting a local business. So if I'm buying a beer from wherever California at, at the Winooski Beverage Center, yeah. I'm still supporting a local brewery the way yeah. I see it. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I've always said, like, you might not have a beer lover in your life, but you guys have food too. So get the food, get gift cards, get a hat, yeah. get a shirt. There's always a way to support your local business, no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. So, so true. And, yeah. you know, we're, I don't, we, we don't really push merchandise like, you know, we probably should. Um, but, you know, there, there is definitely a way to, you know, support, yeah. every, you know, regardless of what it is, yeah. you know, whether it's a beer or not, right? Mm -hmm. And we, we lean heavy on our food side you know, yeah. as well as yeah. the, the beer. Yeah, unfortunately, the, the only time I've ever, well, you didn't have this yet. Yeah. It was just there, and I was just, like, grabbing my final beer on the way back to Montreal, and it was, like, after supper already, so I'm like... And I go online and I'm like, oh yeah, they were a smokehouse. We're totally eating before we leave today. <laughs> so, and then just the barbecue, like you said, seven years ago, the barbecue trend was crazy. You know, we in Montreal had a bunch of places that opened all at the same time, and those who were good survived, and yeah. those who didn't went bye bye. So, you know, really, it's not that much different than the beer, mm -hmm. you know, scene in Vermont. Yeah. You know, if you, you know, you, you have to put up a good product to make it. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So, you know, it's just, it's, that's really good for the consumer Yeah. at the end of the day, right? It's good for the consumer that, yeah. so, you know, there's such a high bar. You guys pretty much came right into the brewery or what was the career path before brewery owner, brewer? College. <laughs> um, so long, cri crippling debt. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, a family lawn care and he landscaping business. Okay. Mom and dad. Yeah. Yeah. We had a family land care and lawn, uh, Land care. Yeah. <laughs> Landscaping. Landscaping yeah, yeah. lawn care business. Yeah. Started out with him and his brother okay. and our grandfather, their father. Oh, yeah. um, and then after some health issues, mm -hmm. it dissolved. And then my cousin started back up while I was in college. And so after college, I started helping him out with that. And yeah. then from there on, 
into the brewing world. It's uh, it's wild. The uh, just the like the differences of everybody who kind of owns or brews mm -hmm. from wherever they come from. I mean, we've interviewed literally people who have PhDs mm -hmm. who are like, eh, I'm gonna brew beer. Uh, engineers for aviations in Canada. Oh, I'm gonna own a brewery. It's like what? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, no. It, I mean, it's so I'm a Ben and Jerry's employee. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, not talking about supporting local. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, there's there's a heavy influence from Ben and Jerry's, you know, at Mill River. Whether you know it's um, employees here, you know, um, owners here, you know, there's a lot of involvement in that, you know. I would say philosophy that Ben and Jerry's has about community and mm -hmm. supporting locals, you know, is something that we mimicked, you know, and so our, you know, true passion is to make sure that we, we're giving back and supporting the community back, you know, similar to what they do. So again, you know, taking care of the environment, mm -hmm. you know, uh, if you probably didn't notice, but like our recycle bin is twice as big as our, you know, solid waste <laughs> bin. Yeah. Um, you know, we were really, you know, conscious of that effort of, you know, not impacting the environment, you know, do everything that we can from, you know, none of the beers go down the drain. Mm -hmm. Even if, you know, you get a flight of beers and you're like, oh, that wasn't really my favorite, I'm gonna leave it. It actually goes in a five gallon bucket behind the bar and then it gets uh, put in a tote that goes to a local farmer that reuses as fertilizer. So it's a win-win, yeah. you know, he loves the fact that he's getting free fertilizer, <laughs> yeah. you know, and uh, we're I'm guessing getting... spent grain as well. You're sending to him. So. Uh, spent grains going to a different farmer to oh, feed okay. cows. So okay. all, all of our liquid waste out of the brewery gets okay. captured in a tote cool. and then we dump Love it, it down there for them. I've noticed that in the brewing industry is, is it is that reduce, reuse, recycle, mm -hmm. like that big circle of, of the higher local of, life, you know, you know takes yeah. care of the environment. That's and fantastic. So, and if we keep that in the forefront, you know, I think that we're doing the right thing. And, yeah. you know, I wish that there was, you know, I think that, you know, now in Vermont, you know, and I'll give, you know, kudos to the breweries that are, you know, reusing the can carriers, mm -hmm. you know, and yeah. just, you know, and it's, this isn't about money. It's really about doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. um, it's it's amazing. And you'll see at Mill River, you'll see different color pack holders, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we don't, at the end of the day, care what color the pack holder yeah, is, no, right? No. And so it doesn't speak for what the beer is. and. You know, there's a lot of other breweries doing the same yeah. thing, which is so cool. And stores are involved, distributors are involved. It's just raising awareness of, you know, what just really plastic means, mm -hmm. you know, to our world. And it's, you know. Plus the cans as well. From my understanding, almost, what, 90% of all aluminum ever created is recycled. So yeah. that's that's yeah. a big thing, too. Mm -hmm. it's, it's amazing. Uh, it's not like your, your glass bottles. And I know some places still make their bigger, mm -hmm. like, yeah. you know, bigger stouts and all that stuff in a glass bottle. Mm -hmm. but. I always, I mean, I've yeah. always been recycling my stuff. And the, like mentioning the plastic holders, I went through and I'm, I had like a pile like this. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, I should bring that to a brewery. <laughs> so we love them. Yeah. You know, and actually, I've, as a fun fact, all oh, of our oh, yeah. sample glasses, our okay. tasting glasses, are made from recycled Coke bottles. That's cool. Yeah. And the flights are locally made too, as well. That I don't know. Locally purchased. Yeah. Okay. I can't. I can't tell you where they were locally. <laughs> yeah. They're made locally or not. It's a pretty unique design. What, what made you guys decide yeah. this? this well, so it's kind of like a river, right? Okay. And so for us, if in you know when you go have lunch, you know at Mill River, the the bar top is actually the Mill River. Okay. Top down view of the Mill River, uh, which is kind of cool. And my wife and my mother picked the stones out of the river to make the top. So it's like uh, so. concrete countertop. Yeah. And when they made it, they flipped it over and put the stones, laid out the stones to represent the geographical um, shape of the river, which is very cool. Yeah, we'll definitely have to, well, I'm, like I said, we're heading over there, <laughs> yeah. over there after. Uh, who did the design in the background for the taps? Um, believe it or not, he actually 
had a restaurant here. Okay. Um, and then uh, sort of had a, you know, life happened. Um, yeah. <laughs> you know, so uh, John Montaigne, who is a local chainsaw artist, did this. So, oh, cool. Um, yeah. The owner that I, you know, introduced you to earlier, it was his mind, you know, that really made a lot of the uh, architectural, you know, changes, mm -hmm. updates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, refurbishments of, of the building. And so, you know, this is wood off from his property. And uh, yeah, it's a nice piece of oak. Yeah. And so that's our logo there. And another owner fishing in the river. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of cool. Uh, it's certainly unique. It's it's definitely it draws the eye. Like mm -hmm. coming in, that's yeah. almost e immediately what I noticed too. Mm -hmm. So, and then the, the design for the new place. Who is that? A team effort or is, did you hire a designer type of thing? We didn't hire them. You, okay. I introduced you to him. Yes. He's sitting okay. over there. <laughs> He's drinking a beer. <laughs> that's awesome. And uh, so I'm guessing all local products from the wood to the the paneling to everything. This was all here. Okay. Uh, the previous owners of the restaurants. Um, we got some advantages then. Of mm. We we did. So yeah. I mean, definitely you know the tables and chairs, things like that. Mm. Some a lot of the stuff that was in here, but certainly some of the updates were certainly Mike's idea about you know the wood on the ceiling above us here and you know the wood in the walls. Yeah. Even the, the lights are very yeah. unique. I find these mm. are starting to become very popular. I find in breweries, or mm -hmm. it'll be like that wood panel where the lights kind of just like hanging yeah. off it. Mm -hmm. um, I know La Brasse. It's like old pallets that he drilled in the holes mm -hmm. and he put the like, mm -hmm. the The uniqueness of, of every brewery that can have is, is always mind blowing to me is mm -hmm. everywhere is different. I've never seen the exact same thing. It's kind of cool. Where you, when you go to an Irish pub, you always see the exact same thing. Okay. When I go to a brewery, almost 99% nothing's been the same. So. Mm -hmm. Which is kind of cool. Yeah. Right? The uh, kind of grain silo out front, is that previously you guys or is that? Um, it is going to be part of the beer garden okay. area. So Very that'll cool. be an outside bar with a TV in it and a couple of kegerators so people can sit there and watch uh, TV and Love hang it. out outside. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so that'll be the same artist that did the Oktoberfest label. We'll, okay, very We'll be cool. uh, redesigning that yeah. and making it milliverized. Have you will. thought about, um, I think it was six or three in New Hampshire, they had uh, igloos. Oh, really? Yeah, we, they had like PVC <laughs> igloos. During the pandemic, right? Yeah, and they were the pandemic, trying to, yep, so. so um, we had looked into those and so as, uh, and I think that, Fiddlehead might have had those. Okay. okay. Um, and we were, so uh, we looked into them and they started at like $300. And uh -huh. like, I looked the next week and it was like $1,100. And I'm like, ah, yeah. you know, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. You know, obviously it became you super need those, popular. those uh, supply chain issues to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the way, the way I'm seeing things, unfortunately, right now is we're at least five years away from any sense of normalcy again. Uh, what's the third beer I'm having here? So this is Icebreaker. This is our cold IPA. Okay, that's a very new style from what it I'm seeing. It is a very yeah. new style. So it's kind of a, a cross between an Indian pale lager versus yeah. like a New England style IPA. So very heavily dry hopped with uh, Citra and Amarillo. Oh yeah. Um, but very crisp and clean. It it looks like a lager, <laughs> yeah. but it'll drink but, like a New England yeah. style IPA. Awesome. That's, that's, that's an awesome. amazing beer. Yeah. So we were the first in Vermont, I believe, to come out with a cold lager IPA. Because there was, I know the brute style was coming up for a bit, but it kind of yeah, just, yeah, kind of died off. Because more of a um, champagne taste mm -hmm. I found. And, oh, this is also, this Absolutely. is. What's the percentage on this? Uh, Five point eight. Okay, that's not bad. No, it's it's nice and crushable and not too like yeah, yeah. dangerous. Not like, Absolutely. I mean, I've been caught with double IPAs where I'm like, ooh, it's juice. Oh, I'm drunk. <laughs> 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 that happens. Yeah. Um, 
So I, I think Especially when you're not paying it. When it tastes like a delicious orange juice and you're like, yeah. mm -hmm. but this is a beer. Yep. I've had four of them. Time to take a nap. <laughs> so. I, I think we're, you know, we've probably explained this a few times. We're beer drinkers. Yeah. You know, we want to have a couple of beers, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. um, even during a podcast, we'll have a couple of beers. Yeah. But no. I know, really, we want to be able to taste it, be mm -hmm. able to enjoy it and still function. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, so you guys have done collabs before mm -hmm. uh, when it comes. Uh, what are some other brewery collabs you've done? And then what are some that you, I'm talking you could do them anywhere. What are mm -hmm. those dream collabs you'd love to do as well? I mean, I've done a lot locally in Vermont. I've never done any out of state or out of country, <laughs> so to speak. Um, <laughs> so I'd love to try and reach out of state. Um, and obviously there's so many breweries in Vermont and the oh. potential there is incredible. So. We'd love to keep collaborating with right. other breweries in Vermont. You know, we've collaborated with First Republic, mm -hmm. 14 Star, yep. Prohibition Pig. Mm -hmm. um, plan on collaborating with uh, Weird Windows. Jack, yep. you know, is a really good friend of ours. Mm -hmm. um, we, Odd Otter out of Washington State is, um, this. it was a weird occasion. One of our owners is a, a trainer in the service. Um, and. Uh, he trains doctors and you know medical people for yeah. rescue, and so we ended up meeting him through a. We catered the their end of the you know event uh, celebration, yeah, and yeah, just caught up with him, and we just wrapped over beers, mm -hmm. and he's like, "Let's do a collaboration," and this was pre-pandemic, so yeah. pandemic really slowed us down in regards to doing some of these collaborations. But love to fly our team out to Washington yeah. to do a collaboration with them. Mm -hmm. It's uh, wild. I mean, there's been some collabs that guys literally just propped a tablet up and they all jumped on zoom and they yeah. did collabs and yeah. all of a sudden there's a five brewery canadian collab i'm like what what that's mm -hmm. cool. and then that is like i said even before i had a chance it was sold out on all five breweries it's like come on but i think <laughs> you think about it right yeah. so we always talk about the bad things coming from yeah. the pandemic there's some good things that came from the yeah. pandemic and i think maybe working from home is one of those uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know working from home but yeah. also you know Forcing, I hate to say forcing, utilizing technology, mm -hmm. right, to then do some really cool things. And that's that sounds amazing. Yeah. Um, you know, and there's other Vermont breweries we'd love to partner with as well. You know, Kramer and Kim, we talked about, when, you know, love to do something with them, you know, to keep it in, you know, this area. But, you know, we are open and willing to work with pretty much anybody. And So you guys have the Smokehouse as well. Is there any kind of beer and food combinations or it's just like you kind of make suggestions you don't really have a, a pre-planned thing we we started mm -hmm. that you know mm -hmm. uh probably three years four years ago uh pretty much you know we let it settle down for a year and mm -hmm. kind of started to try to do that you know with desserts we so our desserts are amazing all made in house so basically our concept is you know we make everything in house nothing's bought nothing's frozen um you know just a little you know plug for the you know the food side of things <laughs> yeah, yeah you know and uh but you know so we do a lot of pairings with desserts tried to do it with food but what we found was people's own uh taste you know towards mm -hmm. you know something light or regardless you know really took precedence over what we would suggest but um certainly you know we know that some beer goes better with you know certain things mm -hmm. yeah for sure like i could and, see myself having you know a burger or something with this lager yeah. hands out no mm -hmm. questions so. And anything goes with a brisket. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Awesome, fantastic. Uh, so, you know, I'm visiting. Let's say other Montrealers come here. Yep. Try some great food. Drink some great beer. Uh, friends in the area for them to check out as well. 
Yeah. So I think that as we are starting to open this new location, hopefully in the next you know two weeks, you know the thought is that not only can we um, you know provide great barbecue but great pizza as mm -hmm. well, and uh, and more importantly, you know an opportunity for to you know get together. You know, so we basically have three three themes here. Mm -hmm. Ultimately, four. You know, so we have a lounge area where people can come just chill, you know, do what hang with family, hang with friends, um, a restaurant more, you know, sitting around the bar here. Yeah. Um, you know, we have the uh, TVs up. So we'll have seven TVs up throughout the place. Game room, you know, mm -hmm. with darts and pool. Yeah. And then we'll have a beer garden as well that, you know, will be pretty outstanding as in our mind. And as far as your question is in other <laughs> local places. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fine. I thought you were thinking about it. No, but so like I come here and, and yeah. I have my experience and mm -hmm. I'm not heading back that day. Mm -hmm. I have oh. a designated driver, yep. other breweries, <laughs> cideries, meaderies, vineyards to try in the area. And not even that, maybe another restaurant that you guys are big yeah. fans of that you want to support. Definitely 14 startup, the road from us, good friends of them, um, being able to go try out their beers um, and then you can go down to Burlington, you can yeah. go out to the island, try Kramer and Crin. Um, you know, there, I would say that, you know, people. we partnered with a couple of local restaurants as well. The Drake, Tim's Place, mm -hmm. um, Off the Rails is about ready to open up. They'll have our products on. Um, you know, I would say Pie in the Sky as well. Maple City Diner, if you want a breakfast <laughs> and a breakfast beer, it's yeah. good. I mean, uh, there's, I think 14 Star literally calls their stout a breakfast stout. Yeah. So. <laughs> Who is actually named after my father-in-law. Oh. Or not named. He was on the original okay. uh, uh, label. Okay, right? cool. That was him yeah. sitting there making maple syrup. Nice. This is kind of cool. And as Canadians, yeah. maple syrup. Mm -hmm. And Vermonters. I mean. And so, so all of our maple syrup and... Uh, products come from Levon. He does sugaring on the side, or mm -hmm. he's got a business yeah. sugaring. Yeah, yeah, the I haven't been in two years. I haven't been in more like five years. But now that it's like, oh, maybe things will finally, hopefully, be reopened this mm -hmm. next winter. I'm gonna go to a sugar shack again. I, I was just so thinking long. that same I, thing. It's, it's, so it's this this pandemic is a weird one. You know, I yeah. I'm thankful that I got to keep my job and, and all this stuff, mm -hmm. and I've gotten to speak to amazing people from influencers to to brewery owners to uh, beer store owners to uh, alcohol sales like I've spoken with so many different people and yeah the pandemic sucked but still mm -hmm. like you, you kept going we, right. most of us kept going and it's you know we survived and that's the important part so. but I think it's brought an appreciation right mm -hmm. too for things that we've missed yeah and maybe we didn't know we would miss them yeah and sugar shacks are probably one of those things that you know, I haven't been able to. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. Because, like I said, maybe it's been five years since I've been to one. But because of the pandemic, I'm like, I got to go back to one because it's supporting a local business. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Uh, what's this last beer I'm trying here? We've got a watermelon goza. Oh. <laughs> He's a big fan of sours. Yeah. You can tell. <laughs> Toast. Yeah, that right level of like sour and salty. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Get a little bit of the salt, a um, mm. little bit of sweetness from the watermelon. Yeah. Watermelon's very hard to come through without having it be artificially yeah. flavored. Yeah, I can't imagine um, this was an easy beer to make. No. So, so watermelon <laughs> juice concentrate. Um, a lot of discussions. Yeah. Yeah. 
lot of a lot of testing things and yeah. figuring out what's going to be the best bet. But mm. my biggest thing is yeah. whenever I have something that's watermelon flavored and it tastes like a Jolly Rancher watermelon, yeah. I know it's got artificial <laughs> flavoring in it. I'm like, I don't want that. Yeah. So we we tried to keep it as simple as we could, but make it taste as yeah. much of. There's nothing watermelon. wrong with Jolly Ranchers though. No. <laughs> Uh, so now that things are kind of reopened worldwide, let's say you got a couple of weeks to take that beercation you've never taken before. Where are you going? Germany. <laughs> <laughs> Europe. Uh, in I general. think that, you know, we'd love to, you know, uh, yeah, I think, you know, Europe, right? Belgium. A- England, uh, Belgium. Yeah. The, uh, Germany. In Germany, for sure, for Oktoberfest, and we yeah. get to see Bayern Munich play soccer. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that, I know, I know it's tough, right? But, Maybe we're spoiled a bit uh, here in Vermont. Yeah, you know, yeah. just the the amount of quality beer is pretty amazing. Uh, the we're spoiled in regards to most most breweries are really just open, mm-hmm. like to get you know have a discussion, conversation, and just um, be good neighbors. Yeah. You know, I personally hit. I think I'm about 27 of the breweries in Vermont. Mm-hmm. So that means yeah. I still yeah. have almost 50 to hit. Mm-hmm. And um, New York State, New Hampshire, mm-hmm. Maine. I've, I've said from the Great Lakes to the ocean, mm-hmm. just kind of this part of Canada and the US, we are so spoiled for beer, mm-hmm. we all, almost don't have to go anywhere else. Yeah, yeah. So it's true. It's, it's crazy. But we want to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You we always want to, want to try yeah. the newer, bigger, better, mm-hmm. but also the older, something that mm-hmm. a, a monk was brewing it back in the day. Yeah, I yeah. want to drink that beer. Exactly. So. Awesome. Uh, guys, thanks a lot for, yeah, for the absolutely. talk today. Really appreciate you both taking time in your schedule to speak with us about Mill River uh, Brewing and, and Smokehouse. Uh, I look forward to your future. Um, you. Besides here, anything else of what's next as a brand? I mean, you guys well, are clearly very busy right now, so maybe maybe it's like, eh, we'll just wait until this is in place. Well, uh, catch our breath. <laughs> yeah. Catch our breath. Yeah. I mean, I think that we, you know, you know, upstate New York, we'd love mm-hmm. to get our products there. You know, we've sort of you know, the pandemic really, if there was something that hit most breweries was their distribution, mm-hmm. right? And really, you know, stores not really opening. So if any new contracts were basically canceled. Okay. And yeah. so, which is, you know, it is what it is. Um, so I say that, you know, from a business standpoint, you know, we would love to get our products. That's our neighbors, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. we're so close to, you know, we're in that, you know, corner of both New York and Quebec. That's, uh, Plus you trick the Quebecers in Blattsbury, they go for shopping. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, Mill exactly. River, St. Albans. What do you mean it's only oh, an hour away? Crap. Blattsbury. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say, you know, from uh, the food side of things, get this, you know, up and running, get our beer garden open here, which I think is, it's, it's going to blow people away. Cool. You know what? Love uh, it. So Miller Brewing Tap House, uh, wood-fired pizza with, you know, I think a, an amazing setting outside. The energy already around this mm-hmm. place is pretty amazing. Um, pretty cool. Yeah. Plus getting, you know, smokehouse, wood-fired pizza, <laughs> whatever comes out of here. You know, that's, I'd only really discovered wood fire food when I went down to Jersey to watch football. Mm-hmm. It's this place called Vesta's, which mm-hmm. is a local jersey-based business and they did wood fire pizza and wings and i'm like i and their craft beer list i'm like where has this been all my life <laughs> so you know i'm, I'm lucky enough it. where where i live we uh one of the first ever smokehouses in montreal was in my neighborhood my my borough yeah. and since recently we've had more open some were just as good if not better so it's like okay but i still have that that yeah. place that i'm gonna go support and they also didn't have an alcohol license, and then they went yeah. straight to craft beer alcohol license. They didn't. They didn't go with the big boys. They went with local. Good. So. Good. That's even. Yeah. That's even more important, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. To you know, people like Mill River mm-hmm. and 
you know, some of these other smaller, you know, breweries that really are leaning on, uh, you know, locals just to support, right? Yeah. Biz, you know, more than just, you know, coming in as a patron, but certainly offering up our goods, like, you know, these great restaurants around this area mm -hmm. for us. So how would you like to try some of that Mill River Light? Sure. Uh, I mean, it twists it's my arm a little sitting, bit there. It's been <laughs> sitting out for a second, but um, which glass would you like? Uh, I guess the lager glass, yeah. since the lager probably have the cleanest pH to, to do that yeah. with. So again, this was to, you know, we've always wanted a $4 pint yeah. in our restaurant. Restaurants now. Awesome. Um, Thank you. American Light Lager, 4%. The Prosecco of beers. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Might have a little fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> As we do, gentlemen, toast. Did I get you? No, you're good. Cheers. <laughs> oh, yeah. Woo. Yeah, that was like a brisket. Yeah. Mm. I'm, yeah. I'm napping in my car before I go home. <laughs> yeah. so. I think that, you know, uh, as we sit here pondering, you know, looking around mm -hmm. us, uh, we would be remiss if we didn't, you know, highlight, you know, some of the volunteers and mm -hmm. really close friends that we've made, you know, through, you know, Mill River. But, you know, people around us that just made us, helped make us successful. And, I mean, it uh, started as family and friends joined in and have become family yeah, to help us. Yeah. And it's amazing. Yeah. So we had, we can every Tuesday nights, uh, this, these beautiful products yeah. in front of you. Uh, we probably have anywhere from four to eight people that just swing in just to help. That's amazing. For beer and food. And every once in a while they get apparel. Oh, that's, yeah, it's, it's pretty, it's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it's just the, again, the feeling that you yeah. get when you're around that. And it's a, you know, we may listen to music too loud. <laughs> we may swear <laughs> once in a while. That's not allowed on this podcast. No, no, it's just, <laughs> YouTube is wacky with, with those algorithms. So. Um, yeah, no, it's, it's, it's local, local, local. And that's yeah. the big thing is, is yeah. If it weren't for them, you guys might not be here. Mm -hmm. I would, I would, I was thinking that just as you were, you know, leading into that, uh, is, uh, I don't know if we would be here without oh. the support from our friends and family, like, you know, you know, do this yeah, and, yeah. you know, from, you know, my parents swinging in to help, you know, rinse cans, yeah. you know, yeah. to, you know, putting labels on beer cans for us. And, uh, you know, there's a legacy there for sure that hopefully we can pass on, um, to others just starting into this business as well as, uh, you know, family. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you guys seem very open where if somebody else maybe want to start and let's say high gates close to the border or whatever, and like, Hey, uh, can you give us advice? You'd yeah. be like, yeah, hey, yeah, come on. Like the more, the more, the merrier type of thing. Yeah. We mean, would. Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, what we learned through the pandemic and we talked about maybe a bit, but together we're stronger. Yeah. And if we can help somebody else make it, hell yeah. You know, we're there. Um, whether it's, you know, the working around, you know, permitting processes mm -hmm. and legislation and understanding what the requirements are uh, to equipment, to advice, you, you name it, we're there for people. Yeah. It, like I said, the, uh, the craft beer industry does seem to like, it's friendly competition. It's yeah. A, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I clearly also need to sell my beer, but also like, yeah. let's talk. Love it. Uh, all right, guys. Thank you very much for yeah. those who are new to the show or new to the area. Where can people find Mill River? We can find Mill River at all of the Jolly's locations <laughs> here in the state of Vermont. Uh, we do distribute throughout Vermont. Um, our beer sales dude does an amazing job <laughs> of penetration in Franklin, Chittenden, and Grand Isle counties. Uh, in some local restaurants here in St. Albans, like I said, the Drake, Tim's Place, mm -hmm. uh, Maple City Diner, and Off the Rails, just to name a few. And 
Yeah. And then if I want to come. In the brewery. Yep. And here we will. We will have merchandise. Have, yeah, merchandise both merchandise and beer available. Beer. What's your address? And it is 10 Beauregard Drive, St. Albans, Vermont. And 366 Lake Road, St. Albans, Vermont. And those who are trying to find you on social media and website and all that stuff. Uh, just, you know, search for Mill River Brewing, um, Barbecue and Smokehouse, or just Mill River Brewing, uh, both on Untapped, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Instagram, Google. Yeah. Just Google Mill River Brewing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Click, click on the appropriate links on our website. Technical people. Amazing, guys. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you. I really, very really much. appreciate today. Absolutely. I look forward to eating some meats after. So. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> awesome. Uh, as for us, allbeerinside.com is the website at allbeerinside on all social media. As I say at the end of all episodes, drink craft, not crap. <laughs>